Domo Domo, what is up everybody? This is official Jutes Kaisen Translator Steady here. Welcome back. It's been a while, but I thank you very much for coming back for another episode of Positive Juju, the Jujutsu Kaisen podcast. So it's obviously an extremely exciting time to be a Jutes Kaisen fan right now with the recently released uh, anime trailer. The manga is in some serious uh, hype moments right now. So as the series inevitably gets more and more popular, hopefully we'll see more and more fans as well. And uh, if you are new to the podcast or if you've just joined the uh, Jujutsu Kaisen uh, crew, so to speak, uh, welcome, welcome. It's uh, Hopefully you're enjoying the series and hopefully you'll enjoy the podcast as well. And I should say, uh, just a reminder for the listeners out there, I appreciate your guys' patience, um, but definitely um, I don't really have plans to have Positive Juju as like, you know, a, a weekly series or like a bi-monthly series or anything like that. It, it really does kind of depend on, since we're just talking about one series, it does depend on the material that is available. And, uh, you know, obviously as the anime starts, uh, you know, broadcasting and maybe we'll see some more twists and turns in the manga. Uh, I'll definitely uh, maybe pick up the pace, but it kind of does depend on that. I also do cover the manga every week on my YouTube channel, Steady Studios. If you if you want to be part of that, definitely check it out. But as far as the podcast, it's kind of a little bit more of a uh, a la carte, you know, kind of more of a bespoke kind of deal. So I appreciate your guys' patience for that. But as I said, it is uh, a la carte of positive juju. So... Today we are going to be going over the answers uh, from uh, episode 4 actually of the uh, JSATs, the Jujutsu Sorcerer Aptitude Test. I'm also going to be kind of going over some uh, general general news bits that um, kind of in case you missed it. You know if you're following the series pretty closely you'll probably have heard a lot of these things, uh, most of these things. Um, but I wanted to just kind of, you know, take a couple minutes to talk about what's going on in the world of Jutsu Kaisen. Um, and also, kind of the main event today, I wanted to do a little bit of a Q&A. Uh, had a lot of people that were very kind to uh, leave a few questions for me on my Twitter page. Um, I think in terms of the format, if you would like to uh, ask a question, the best place would probably be actually my uh the youtube video i'll throw uh these positive juju episodes up on my youtube channel steady studios as well so if you have questions that uh possibly i'll uh acknowledge you know read out on the podcast in uh, future episodes feel free to visit my uh, youtube channel to uh and then leave a question on the video and then maybe i'll uh read it out on a episode in the future Alright, but I think I hear Gojo-sensei on his way, so the bell should be ringing any moment now, so go ahead and uh, grab your seat, because class is about to start. Yeah, 
領域展開So as far as some news points with Jutes Kaisen, I definitely want to start out with uh, everyone's talking point these days with the anime. Uh, so we got that awesome anime trailer. Um, we got over two million uh, views already, which for a anime trailer is it's pretty huge, pretty huge. Uh, so that's exciting news. And obviously, uh, there were we we knew the voice actors for. The main trio as well as Gojo Sensei, but they totally gave us that huge surprise that uh, Junichi Suabe uh, is going to be the voice actor for Skuna. Um, I, I remember actually watching the uh, trailer the first time and not even really realizing that. I think I was just in such kind of a, a daze of excitement that I didn't really catch it the first time, but. Um, yeah, sure enough, uh, watched it again, and uh, Junichi Suabe, I really didn't see that one coming at all, but um, it, it, for me, I had to give it a few listens, but I, I think it really fits right now, and Junichi Suabe, for those of you that don't know, he's famous for uh, portraying characters such as Yami in Black Clover, as well as uh, Grimjo in Bleach, and... And definitely one of his most recognizable roles these days is Aizawa Sensei from uh, My Hero Academia. So combined with all the other amazing voice actors that we already have, um, Junichi Suabe is a huge get if you ask me. And I'm super excited to see, obviously he's going to be portraying Skuna, so how he's going to kind of portray some of the more crazy maniacal moments that Skuna is known for as well, but also those very stern moments, right? And uh, in the trailer, we kind of got a stern moment. Um, he, uh, the line that he uttered was, uh, I'll show you true Jujutsu sorcery, which was in volume two. And also, uh, we got the confirmation that it is indeed uh, Mappa that's going to be doing the anime and their big kind of notable titles uh, recently. Uh, last year, they had kind of a a sleeper? I don't know sleeper hits really the right word. I certainly didn't know too much about it, but I'm definitely going to give it a watch is uh, Banana Fish. Um, the more I read about it, the more it looks very, very interesting. So I'm going to have to take a look at that. But also um, in relation to Jutes Kaisen, the director for Jutes Kaisen is going to be someone called uh, Sungo Park. And he's also directing the upcoming series, The God of High School which looks absolutely phenomenal and I'm super excited that should be coming up within I think maybe July if I'm not mistaken so definitely those in anticipation of the Jutsu Kaisen anime are wanna gonna want to keep an eye on uh, the God of High School to kind of maybe give us an idea of what we can expect for Jutsu Kaisen obviously it's not going to be the same or anything like that but um, hope it should give us a little bit of an idea I would say Alright, so yeah, I just checked and it is uh, supposed to be releasing on uh, July 6th, so coming up very, very soon. 
Alright, so as far as kind of the uh, the major anime talking points, I'd say that more or less covers it. I do go into great depth. Uh, I have a whole analysis video and everything on uh, my YouTube channel as well as a reaction video. Um, so if you wanted to kind of go really go in deep with the the anime trailer, I have a, uh, a video I'm pretty proud of on my YouTube channel. So definitely feel free to uh, check that out if you are interested. I have kind of the manga panel comparisons, kind of details you might have missed, uh, translated captions, and uh, all sorts of go uh, good stuff. So thanks very much if you choose to watch that. But let's move on to the recent uh, manga volume release, volume 11. I swear, um, Nanami uh, must have been trending on Twitter or something because that, that cover was absolutely beautiful <laughs> as a big uh, Nanami fan. Um, I know I couldn't have uh, wished for anything more than that. Um, and sure enough, uh, sales have been uh, very, very strong these days. Um, of course, with the anime trailer, uh, people are definitely starting to take notice. Uh, it was already pretty popular in Japan, Jutsu Kaisen was. Um, but with the anime trailer, you see news articles and stuff about it these days, which is really cool. I'm kind of just browsing like anime news and you'll see like big articles featured on uh, Japanese Yahoo News and things like that and different outlets. Um, even on TV, you have a lot kind of celebrities and stuff talking about it on radio shows and even introducing it on TV and stuff. So that's pretty cool. But as far as volume 11 sales, uh, sales numbers on Amazon Japan website, uh, it was only right behind uh, Demon Slayer and the New World Trigger uh, manga that came out actually. So, um, so as for a manga that's uh, still relatively new, that's very, very promising. And I mentioned how the manga has been kind of featured in news articles and stuff lately. Um, not just mentioning the anime trailer but they apparently interviewed the editors of Jutsu Kaisen and kind of the team over at Shonen Jump in Japan and they had nothing but positive things and very optimistic things to say about the series saying that the popularity has been increasing at a very rapid rate and that they might actually expect by the time the anime comes out that the manga will reach about 10 million copies in circulation. And to put that into perspective for you, uh, manga, the volume circulation numbers is estimated roughly right now at 4.5 million copies in circulation. That's an estimate number, um, but that includes volume zero all the way through volume 10. So that's roughly 4.5 million copies in circulation uh, after two years of the manga being out. And then now they estimate that it could be growing at a rapid pace and approaching 10 million copies in circulation within the next six months or so. Not even six months, what, like the next four or five months. So they, they, they're seeing some numbers that they're apparently very, very happy with. So that's very, very good news. So I think that kind of wraps it up for what I wanted to uh, talk about. Of course, there's so many other things going on in the world of Jujutsu right now as well. But kind of the major points, kind of the uh, administrative points, I wanted to get that across. Um, if there's anything that you feel desperately I need to talk about, kind of news that you've heard around the grapevine or this and that, um, if it's officially covered, uh, let me know in the comments and uh, perhaps I'll uh, pick it up as a talking point in uh, future episodes. 
But for now, let us move on to the next portion of the class, the Q&A session. So some good old Q&A. I invited people on Twitter uh, to send me some questions. And sorry, I, maybe I wasn't exactly clear uh, in terms of my wording, but it definitely was the intention of ask the question and then I'll answer them on my podcast. So sorry if I misled anyone in terms of why I didn't answer the questions uh, there and then. Um, to be honest, my activity on Twitter is pretty much limited to just kind of posting um, every now and then and gathering information anyways. If you do want to ask some questions for possible future uh, Q&A sessions, uh, feel free to let me know on my YouTube page on the, the comment section for this video. If it's something that people do enjoy, uh, definitely I'll do it kind of on uh, more of a regular basis. Also, I do want to um, make sure that people do know that uh, I'll kind of go into this uh, very shortly, but there are questions that I can and can't answer as well. And on that note, I do want to just kind of maybe get this out of the way right now um, before we get into kind of the, the session here with the question and answers. Um, so in regards to volume zero and asking me the question whether um, I'm going to translate volume zero or what's going on with that. Um, I, I'm going to give people kind of the benefit of the doubt that uh, when they were asking that question, they really did kind of just mean it in good faith and uh, very eager about it. But I know that people out there were, you know, being facetious about it as well. Yeah, definitely. If, if people are, I, I'm old enough now to say with confidence that people who are just straight out rude, um, I am not going to waste any time on you. And, uh, I have absolutely no qualms about blocking you on Twitter and stuff. And I know 99% of the people listening to this or who read the series are definitely in the positive juju camp, so to speak. So I'm not going to waste your time, but I definitely did want to just kind of make that clear. And just so I don't start kind of rambling too much or kind of go off piece here, um, I wanted to kind of read off a comment, uh, an answer that I gave to uh, someone who was, you know, very, very... Um, polite about asking this question and it was very obvious that they just weren't um, very aware of what the situation uh, translators are in so I just wanted to kind of read this off almost kind of as a statement um, kind of a blanket statement not just for myself but for a lot of other tra uh, translators and stuff as well um, just to kind of maybe educate those who aren't, aren't very aware of what um, the process is okay so uh, they asked in regards to volume zero and I, I answered as for volume zero and just any project honestly I want to just make it clear that I'm a freelance translator I don't work nor have any say in the decision-making process within viz this not only applies to project licensing but translation de decisions as well 
I don't think people realize that the script I turn in goes through multiple hands in editing and as you might expect changes along the way. That said, I have the utmost trust in the team and they in me. They've been nothing but hospitable and have done an excellent job with managing Jujutsu Kaisen as well as all weekly titles. I understand that many people are very very eager to see Volume Zero, and that includes myself, <laughs> come out in English, but again, that is not my decision. Nor would I be able to say anything even I had some knowledge about it. I'm legally obligated, under NDA restrictions, to keep sensitive information to myself. I'm more than happy to talk about the series as it stands and share the experience as a fan. I hope you can understand my position in regards to more sensitive topics. So there you go. Um, it's no no secret. I'm not revealing anything that is kept behind closed doors or anything. Uh, if you listen to the Shonen Jump podcast regularly, uh, they you know they talk about certain decision making processes and how they work with translators and uh, letters and you know the amount of hands that it goes through and translations that change along the way uh, decisions that are made with uh, licensing and things like that so as far as me and um, in regards to volume zero it's that's how it is so uh, sorry if that's not what you want to hear but I'm definitely not the guy to go to to ask about these kind of things but uh, we Besides the uh, Volume Zero questions, uh, I had uh, several um, really awesome questions that I wanted to get through. So uh, let's start it off with username Daily Itadori, a very simple one. Uh, they ask, do you stand Toji? Of course. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Especially in the recent chapters and of course what we have saw uh, of him from the uh, flashback arc. He's an absolutely awesome character, but just kind of the role that he plays in this whole Jujutsu world, you know, he's uh, a person without the, the cursed energy, the power that makes the Jujutsu world go around, yet he's so effective. A little bit more to just, just that, you know, he's got superhuman powers, you know, beyond just a regular human being, so... Um, as far as his physical ability, you get the kind of sense that there is a little bit more to him. And not just his abilities, but also kind of his characters as well. We got a little bit of a glimpse of it uh, in the final moments of him fighting against Gojo. Kind of, uh, you get the sense that it's he's not just completely evil, but he's certainly not a good guy. Quote unquote good guy, so to speak, either. So he's kind of a little bit of a, a, a tragic character, I would say, which makes him very compelling. So great question. Thank you very much, Daily Itadori. Next question we are going to have uh, from a username random user Kenny. Uh, he asks, any character that you're excited to see fighting in this current arc? Yes, uh, absolutely. Um, it occurs to me I have to keep on kind of reminding myself that we haven't seen uh, the Panda as well as uh, Sakabe Sensei, the second year Tokyo High, second year uh, teacher, remember? So uh, Panda as well as Sakabe Sensei are paired up. And um, based on the little hints that Meimei was talking about, if you remember, Meimei had kind of mentioned to Yuji, hey, you might be the most, you know, the strongest one around who doesn't use cursed energy um, actively. 
but you're probably right behind Sakabe Sensei, um, which is huge, uh, huge compliment there, and kind of really piques your interest in what he's all about. And obviously, we've seen, um, you know, just as I mentioned with Toji, Yuji, um, and like Maki, for example, they're physical fighters, right? So, what what is it about Sakabe Sensei that's going to kind of differentiate him? I'm very curious to see what he's all about. So, great question, uh, random user Kenny. Thank you very much. Next up, we have username LJ Hollywood. Hey, LJ. Uh, they ask, this may have been answered already, so feel free to skip. Uh, very kind of you, thank you. <laughs> but they ask, uh, but what, what do you think it will take for Okotsu to return from overseas? Gojo being removed from the playing field might be a sufficient reason. On a similar note, do you think Hakari may show up soon? I wonder what he can do. Yeah, obviously, um, Okotsu is kind of a big topic in the Jutsu Kaisen world. Uh, I don't want to get too deep into it because it does kind of, uh, it definitely encroaches on Volume Zero territory, but I've mentioned on a previous uh, episode of the podcast that I definitely thought that one of the prerequisites would be for Gojo to be removed from the playing field, as you say. Um, this kind of the safety net of Gojo um leaves room for someone like you you thought okotsu to uh swoop in either way uh we're all very eager to see uh what his deal is and uh to make his kind of superhero landing but we'll see about that but as far as um hakari i've had a couple people ask about hakari um hakari if you remember he was very briefly mentioned um by gojo saying you know very promising. There's so many promising students like Yuta, Okotsu, Todo, and um, Hakari. Hakari is the uh, Jutsu High third year, the only third year as far as we know anyways, um, and I think he is the only one. Um, but he's kind of suspended from school right now, and we only have one panel of him, and it's very hard to tell just based on that. The only couple of things that we can really say is the fact that he indeed should be expected to be very strong. He's kind of being talked in the same company as uh, someone like Okotsu and um, Todo and things like that and Yuji. As far as his power, um, it's kind of one of those weird things because like even in My Hero Academia and stuff, you know, My Hero Academia is a lot more obvious about it, but like the names can sometimes represent um, powers. And we've seen that in a couple of different cases in Jujutsu Kaisen um, as kind of a hint. And uh, Hakari, when we look at his kanji, it's uh, the kanji for like scales, like weighing scales. Uh, those kind of scales where you have things on either end, you know, evening out. So this might be kind of a total uh, shot in the dark, but... I remember when I first saw that name, I thought maybe it has something to do with like adjusting power levels. Um, the more damage he takes, the more damage he puts out, kind of that kind of, you know, adjusting the scales or um, to be honest, it's just based on that name, it almost sounds like uh, what Awasaka, the old mustache guy that, uh, you know, uh, Yuji as well as uh, Fushiguro fought against, you know, that kind of adjusting power and things like that. So it's, it's, it's hard to say. It's hard to say. But hopefully uh, we will find out uh, one of these days and maybe even in the Shibuya arc. Uh, never know. Uh, appreciate the question, LJ. Next up, we have a username Log Aspen. Uh, Aspen Log. Uh, they ask, who are your top five characters? Uh, so 
I don't know. I'm gonna cheat a little bit. <laughs> I'm gonna put the uh, the main three as one <laughs> as one character, maybe uh, if that's okay. Um, so that's one, and then uh, Nanami for sure. I always put Nanami in there. Just kind of his his down to earthness, his kind of jadedness, so to speak. I I loved his little uh, background uh, episode with the uh, bread girl, and a little bonus. Uh, favorite character, I would say the bread girl too, even though she was in there for a few moments. Otherwise, I would say my remaining three, uh, man, you see, th this is so hard because this is the great thing about Jutes Kaisen, just so many great characters, but I would say the ones that kind of first pop into mind, I would say uh, Geto, um, just kind of based on his, you know, Geto from the flashback arc. I know he's a, you know, a different, different being right now. <laughs> But I really liked Geto and his kind of depth of character that we saw in the flashback arc. I also like Todo. I think he's very, very kind of a refreshing character. Uh, someone who's just kind of, uh, I don't know, can't really read the room. Um, but he's very strong nonetheless. And the fact that he's very, very smart and he has this kind of fight sense. Um, and just kind of how eccentric he is. Uh, my last one, I gotta say... Hmm either Maki or maybe uh, Miwa Kasumi, the second year from uh, Kyoto High. Um, I, I really like Kasumi, just, just kind of how bizarre it is. And I know Akutami-sensei has actually mentioned this in uh, some bonus content as well. They've mentioned how like, it's absolutely like crazy how the hell uh, Miwa is in the world of Jutsu. Apparently she was scouted uh, by the foremost user of the um, Shin Kageryu uh, style of Jutsu, which is what she uses and, you know, her sword and all that. Um, and the fact that she can use simple domain. Akutami Sensei talked about how she's just like a very normal high school girl who just kind of got pulled into this crazy, uh, <laughs> crazy world. And I just like that, that setting uh, and kind of her background. So, and I like how, you know, she, how positive she is and um just kind just kind of the where, where she fits in all these eccentric characters i really like that so there you go aspen uh a little bit of my cheating I cheated a little bit but uh those are my favorite characters of the series i have a lot more too but just to uh, narrow it down a little bit at least thank you very much for asking that question so next up we have username ripperman333 uh thanks very much and they ask which is your favorite arc so far and what are some possible future moments you'd love to see? Great question because uh, there's been, you know, so many great moments in uh, Jutsu Kaisen so far. Um, but I think the arc that really stands out for me um, has to be, I mean, the Shibuya arc is looking to looking to be pretty crazy. But just kind of the, for the more, um, how do you say, the more delicate moments, I would say, is... Uh, the whole Junpei arc, and especially the dynamic with uh, Nanami and Yuji, Yuji with Junpei, um, and just kind of how down to earth it was, so to speak. It really kind of pulled back from the fantastical. Obviously, there were some very fantastical elements about it, but you started to see kind of these really human moments and very the, the kind of consequences that do happen um, in these situations. You you were upfront and center. And obviously, as a Nanami fan, you got to see a lot more about him as well and where he kind of fits into the story. 
So I would say uh, that arc was definitely kind of my, my favorite moment uh, so far. And as far as possible future moments I'd love to see, um, I've, I always kind of have this in my back of my head like, oh, that'd be so cool if they do it, but I don't know if they will, um, is really kind of expand the world, like literally geographically. Um, you know, certainly Jujutsu Sorcery, even though the word Jujutsu is a Japanese thing, um, certainly you can't be only exclusive to, you know, just to the Tokyo area and Kyoto area. Obviously, uh, we've kind of are able to surmise that, you know, everyone associated with Jutsu High kind of goes all around the country and stuff. But uh, we've also, you know, we can expect also possibly that maybe they'll go kind of worldwide a little bit. That's what I'd really love to see is kind of jutsu sorcerers from different countries and things like that and we've had little hints here and there like uh, Miguel in volume zero and the fact that um, there is a strong evidence that Yuta and uh, Miguel are in Africa um, so whew, man I, I would really love that and that that would be very promising in terms of the longevity for the series as well um, you know we're we're at 11 volumes right now and it's still relatively a very small world right so possibly expanding that to kind of different uh, reaches of the world would that would be huge um, and really take kind of the series to the next level if you ask me so yeah awesome question ripper man thanks very much uh it's it's so fun to kind of imagine uh what could possibly happen in the future so yeah you you're gonna you kind of get me excited with that question <laughs> and uh one kind of final question here is uh by username goat joe g-o-a-t-g-j-o-u <laughs> um great username uh it says is the manga better with or without gojo um and i kind of touched on this a little bit with uh, you know, the possibility of Yuta coming back and what it'll take for him to come back and this and that. Um, and I've made the prediction before in my previous episodes um, about Gojo, you know, that fake Ghetto had kind of said, you know, the conditions is we need to revive Skuna as well as Gojo. Uh, we need to seal him away. So they followed through on sealing Gojo and maybe we'll see Skuna coming back sooner than we thought. Um, but as far as Gojo being kind of removed from the, the equation, so to speak, yeah, I think the manga definitely creates a sense of tension now. The fact that Gojo is removed, um, it's this sense of a safety net being removed, right? And creates that nervousness now. All of a sudden things get real, so to speak, right? you have this situation uh the strongest jutsu sorcerer alive you know no matter how bad things get as long as he's in the vicinity things are going to be fine um and Octami sensei not to say that Octami sensei did a great job actually even though you know gojo was still around um creating these kind of really tense moments um but now that gojo is sealed away it definitely does create this kind of tension that anything could happen so yeah, I would say as far as right now, I think the manga is better without Gojo. Um, but I believe that, you know, hopefully we'll see Gojo coming back. They're going to have to figure that out. Um, but also, I don't think it's going to be as easy as like, oh, when this Shibuya incident is done, he's going to be fine. 
kind of deal. There's going to be some consequences, I think, um, whether it be for Gojo himself or kind of the world. Um, who knows? But yeah, great question. Uh, hope uh, hope I answered your question okay. Uh, thanks very much for uh, asking. All right, yeah. So that that about wraps it up for the uh, Q and A session. Uh, thanks very much for uh, those of you that uh, asked a question. Um, I'll definitely, th this is fun. Uh, I, I enjoy talking about the series as well. Um, you know, for Q&A sessions in the future, uh, feel free to uh, let me know in the comments on my uh, YouTube video. Uh, again, that's at Steady Studios. All right, let us move on to our final portion of the podcast, the JSATs, the Jujutsu Sorcerer Aptitude Test. So the last portion of our podcast is going to be the JSATs, the uh, Jutsu Sorcerer Aptitude Test. Uh, I'm going to go over the answers uh, from uh, episode four. Uh, we Episode five was a special episode, so we didn't do one there. Uh, it's been a while, <laughs> um, but uh, I'm going to go, go over the answers anyways, and then uh, we'll definitely, uh, I'll give you uh, three more to uh, ponder on. Um, and definitely, if you want to participate, I encourage you to uh, write down your answers in the comments of the YouTube video as well. Uh, if you want to cheat and see the answers and write yours down too, whatever. <laughs> so let's go over the answers from the uh, last JSAT, shall we? So I'm going to go over, I'm going to say the uh, all three questions first. So, you know, kind of refresh your memory a little bit and then we'll go over the answers real quick. Uh, so my three questions were, uh, what sport was played, uh, during the Goodwill event between, uh, the Tokyo school and the Kyoto school? Uh, question number two was, what club was Yuji a part of at his old high school? The number three was, how many death paintings are there? The cursed wombs, you know, Choso and his brothers, how many are there? All right, so uh, question number one, uh, what sport? It was indeed baseball. Such an epic chapter. Uh, I love those little kind of uh, offbeat chapters. I'm, I'm always up for those, you know, kind of like, or like the uh, infamous, it's like that chapter. Uh, number two, the question was, uh, what club was Yuji a part of? It was part of the occult club. Man, it seems like such a long time ago. Uh, chapter one. Uh, with uh, Iguchi and Sasaki, if I'm not mistaken. That, I think those were the names. Uh, and then uh, the last question, how many death paintings? It's nine. Uh, Kusozu. The, uh, so ku, ku in Kusozu is actually uh, nine. And these are actually based on a series of nine uh, paintings in re real life in Japan. Uh, that kind of depict the stages of decomposition. 
I encourage you to look it up if you want death paintings like Japan just look it up and you'll kind of see uh, the correlation between the powers even that like Choso and Eso and Kechizu and stuff had too with the paintings it's pretty cool all right so we got a new set of questions for you now and I I think I've been going a little bit too easy on everybody so I'm gonna uh, kick it up a notch a little bit and uh, got a three questions on a little bit more of the difficult side but uh, as always, I'm going to start out number one with uh, a little bit easier and then uh, we'll get progressively harder, in my opinion, anyways. <laughs> so, uh, question number one, Dai Ichimon. At the end of chapter 63, Aoi Todo and Meimei recommend five Jujutsu sorcerers to be promoted to grade one sorcerer. Name all five. Now, this is something that perhaps uh, we can kind of look forward to in terms of maybe like a exam missions or something like that so i'm kind of excited to see what happens with that all right question number two dai nimon this is going to be kind of a left field question a small detail which i think most people probably didn't notice but i'm going to make it a true or false question so at least give you a 50 50 chance in chapter 30 nanami is shown to frequent a particular store the store's name is Bakery, Bakery, Bakery. True or false? Still kind of one of my favorite little uh, flashback moments. Uh, I mentioned it earlier in the podcast too, but really, uh, really kind of made me fall in love with the character that is Nanami Kento, as well as the, as well as the bread girl, of course. But let's move on to our last question. Question number three, Dai Samon. In the Shibuya arc, Fushiguro and Itadori fight together against the mustached Awasaka who uses a very strange power. In the fight, Fushiguro as he tries to figure out Awasaka's power uses three different Shikigami. Name all three. Now uh, one was uh, a new one. And then two we've seen before, so maybe that's a little bit of a clue for you. So if you would like to, uh, you know, participate, you don't, you know, don't don't worry about being wrong or this or that. Uh, but if you wanted to uh, participate by answering, you can, uh, you know, more more than welcome to go ahead and comment on the YouTube video. Otherwise, it's just fun to kind of ponder the answers in your head, and that's completely fine as well. But that was it for this episode's JSATs, and uh, we'll go over the answers in the next episode.
Alright, Jujutsu fans, uh, I don't have too much more to say today. I just want to say thanks for coming by. Really appreciate it. And, uh, you know, for those of you that have uh, shown support on my YouTube channel as well as Twitter, and just kind of buying the uh, buying the books as they come out in general and supporting the series, showing that positive juju, I really appreciate it. Um, it's it's a really a fun time to be a fan of the series and with the anime upcoming, I'll, uh, you know, try to cover that as well. I hope everyone is staying safe out there as well. I know it's a very interesting time that we live in right now, all, all sorts of uh, factors. Um, but yeah, just uh, wish wish uh wish everyone well and uh thank god for manga and anime huh <laughs> i've been playing a lot of video games these days too but uh if you're a video game fan let me know in the comments as well what do you guys have been playing uh i've played uh resident evil 3 uh final fantasy 7 what else neo 2 yeah I'm a, I'm a big playstation guy but i'm excited about the playstation 5 as well i do have plans for uh uh, PlayStation uh, 4k uh, let's plays down the road on my YouTube channel as well so but yeah just a quick advertisement we'll see we'll see how that goes down but anyways keep spreading that positive juju guys and uh, we'll see you around whether it be on Twitter YouTube uh, or on the next podcast all right Matayoroshiku.